0: The following podcast you're about to listen to is brought to you by the Push Start Media Network, where everything you do in life begins with pushing start. sports your enthusiasm podcast you know me i am your humble host bryce benjamin along with my co-host a guy who wears his hat backwards in a cleveland t-shirt my man ed reuter in the building thank you for the incredibly descriptive welcome <laughs> that was incredibly descriptive you put that
1: down for us yeah just, now they can they have a visual exactly it's a for black exactly t-shirt what we're working with
0: white lettering I don't know. I'm assuming the hat is a Cleveland hat as well.
1: That is correct. Okay, I can see you either wear something Sixers, something Ravens, or something Jurassic Park, or Angels, or Angels. Sometimes I wear an Angels hat. I see. It seems like Jurassic Park kind of dominates a lot of Jurassic
0: this, Park <laughs> is the
1: goat. Not today though. Is we so to be fully descriptive with Bryce, we've got a deep V today. It's a deep white T V that he's working with. Yes, sir. It looks good.
0: Gray sweats,
1: excellent. Yeah, it's a, it's a good look.
0: You know, got on got on sandals, no socks. Oh, wow. Ouchie. Not really. I didn't, I didn't look, look, look down feet. there. I didn't look down there. <laughs> I'm not going down
1: there. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> We're staying above the table. This is an above the table type of podcast. You know what I
0: mean? Above the table. Actually, that's a pretty good name for a podcast. That's pretty good.
1: Anyone that's out there, you can have it.
0: Above the table. Above there the you table. go. Freak. You got it. We're going to give that to y'all, whoever want to go ahead and start a podcast. up. I don't know what it's going to be about, but fuck it. Above that's, the table. Sounds that's like
1: a freebie. It. It's August, and we're doing
0: freebies, freebies out there. Freebies, August 2nd, baby. Speaking of August, we are right back into the swing of things in sports, dude. We got live sports back. Feels kind of weird, honestly. It, it felt kind of weird, but it felt very good watching basketball games and baseball games and now, what, hockey games.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. You know? It's
0: like it's 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 the middle of summer. Well, towards the end of summer now, because we're in August, and we got NBA basketball, we got MLB baseball, and then we got NHL hockey, playoff hockey coming up soon.
1: All kind of once, and then all the talk about the NFL. You know, NFL kicking off soon as well. So it's it's an interesting time, man. It's like uh It's fucking weird. Yeah, it's it's definitely <laughs> weird. And then that's It's made further crazy by the fact that we're watching these games with no fans in the seats. So we see like MLB games doing virtual fans and, you know, they're kind of like just throwing like digitalized versions of fans in there. Mm -hmm. Some places are doing cutouts. A lot of broadcasts are like funneling in crowd noise artificially.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a really bizarre time man. the the MLB. So I was watching I was watching the season opener for the Angels against the A's. By the way, my angel's just looking like shit right now. It's, it's bad, but um, yeah, you could comment on that if you need to.
1: I rolled my eyes hard. Yeah. <laughs> I rolled my eyes hard. So the thing is, when I roll my eyes really hard, I felt like the listeners could hear it. to That time, I yeah. rolled my eyes
0: so hard that they could hear it. They probably felt it.
1: It's just, I feel bad for Mike Trout. Yeah. They just they never have the pitching there. Never. I years it's and years and years. They just so don't bad. have any pitching. That's not what we're here to talk about. I just sure for Christ's sake, someone won
0: anything help us sub five era anybody it's, do you think they could do it but anyways i was watching that game <laughs> and um yeah baseball without fans is just weird like it's already we're, it's 2020 this is the weirdest year i've ever experienced in my 28 years of living and just watching live sports particularly baseball is very very weird you seeing the you, the pitcher you're seeing the hitter you're seeing the catcher up there the ump, the ump. and then behind them is just cutouts <laughs> of fans yeah man Just it's, cutouts of people not even virtual it's cutouts
1: the the craziest thing for me is watching a home run fly into the seats and it just hits an empty chair yes right and even when that happens in certain stadiums where there's no attendance like uh, Like Miami, for example, where they have about as many fans as we've got people in this room right now. Yeah. But, you know, normally at least there's some, a kid, somebody's chasing the ball down, right? Just to see it hit an empty chair and the ball just rolls, rolls down step by step like a slinky. It's just going down and down and down and nobody's chasing it. It's just, it's bizarre. You know, it feels like a, like a batting practice or like a, uh, spring training games or something you
0: know it's yeah, that's weird. exactly what it feels like yeah yeah you nailed it right on the head if it, it feels exactly like like spring training like um they're playing in these big ass stadiums nobody's in them besides just the teams it's a it's a weird viewing experience and I was um baseball is one of those sports like it's 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 tough to watch like it's already a boring sport. Whoa. It's, it's not it's not a lot of action Whoa. going on i'm speaking nothing but facts okay take it easy now am a i boring th- sport it is pretty boring what what's boring about it explain me what's boring the watching it is, <laughs> the watching is boring the watching so the it entire is essence of the sport itself the watching of it is what's boring it's to you? It's, it's boring watching so it's the pitcher and the ca- and the hitter up there correct the pitcher throws it you've got okay, it so balls or strike whatever and then it's like fucking forty five seconds into the next pitch, and yeah. you just see the batter the batter steps back, he fixes his gloves, yeah. The pitcher spits. It's amazing, you know. He, he looks at other people or something like that, yeah. and then boom, the same sequence. What are you? Again. What are you not liking here? <laughs> 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 I'm, fa- I'm failing to see the disconnect. I don't understand. So what
1: am I missing? We're going to get into this is going to be a heated debate. So I'm about to tell you how terrible the NBA is. How about that?
0: That's cool. Because okay. it's, it's I can't not. even say that it's terrible. <laughs> the NBA okay. has been pretty. The good. NBA has actually been pretty good. Yeah, I, I have to say.
1: But I do like um, I do like the fact that you can you can speak your mind. And uh, I I can't reach you to physically slap you when you say <laughs> shit like that. But we're going to we're going to give you a pass on that one. It's, we're, it's a pass in August. That's what we're doing. We're doing freebies. We're doing passes. So whatever you want.
0: All right, so I'm speaking for more because I'm not the hugest baseball fan. I've been trying to get more into it, and it's kind of tough. Where it's just I'm just watching just the the hitter and the pitcher, and it's just like okay, all right. There's no like there's no crowd reaction. It's like no energy in the building really. Like I think, like you have to be like a baseball purist to kind of enjoy what's going on right now.
1: I, that see, that I'd agree with you. I completely, uh, completely agree there. I think one of the things about baseball is if if you're not somebody who follows, right? Because in essence, it is just a guy throwing a ball. You know, man hits a ball with a stick and then runs. Right? There's really mm. not much. <laughs> <laughs> man hit ball with stick and run. That's, if you had to describe it in the simplest way, that's that's what's <laughs> going on. Throw, hit, run. That's throw, that's, hit, run. That there's there's not much more to it than that, but. Uh, What really gets, like you were saying, baseball purists or fans of baseball is a, I think following a team really closely is kind of cool. And then like for somebody like me who follows pitchers and hitters. So certain matchups between pitchers and hitters. It's really cool. Yeah. Right. Uh, You know, some of the little storylines, like, for example, with my Indians coming up on Wednesday, it's actually Trevor Bauer versus Mike Clevenger. Which is kind of cool because they have like a podcast together, the the, the the Trev and Clev show, right? They're like best buddies. So they've been talking trash on on Twitter all week going back and forth between the two of them in a friendly way. Yeah. So there's there's like a lot of little subplots and things like that that you'll run into in baseball. But where I would agree what's been brutal is the the no fans in the seats, man. It re, it's really had an impact on my enjoyment of the game. And it's bizarre uh, because you and I talked about this before when we were talking about a little bit about the WWE. That was one of the first sports to be out there, yeah, without a crowd, yeah. And it's weird, and it's not the same. And you're exactly right. There's something too that when you know a guy hits a home run, and the crowd goes nuts, like you get a charge out of that as a fan, even on TV as yeah, well. You hear the roar, that, yeah. uh, the
0: buildup of the roar, the uh,
1: yeah. Uh, that was really good. That was you. not. Uh, Fed in audio here at the Sports Your Enthusiasm. That was uh Bryce Benjamin's doing his own stunts today. Yes sir. So that was uh that was excellent. But thank you. All things considered, very weird. Uh seeing a home run, nobody's cheering right. aside from the teams. Uh you know, I, I would have to imagine it's gonna be similar with, with football or with, with basketball or with hockey, just uh, you know, not
0: uh not hearing the crowd. It's part of it. Yeah, really and then also like just the viewing experiences because when you watch a baseball game when, you know, they're not showing the pitcher and the hitter, it's usually it's like a lot of B-roll footage of them showing the crowd, see a little kid eating an ice cream cone, you see some 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 big dude drinking a beer. You know, like it's it's like and then you hear the 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 announced teams, it seems like they're just trying to fill in as much as they can between shots, and between between pitches. And a lot of the broadcasts that I've seen, a lot of these guys are working from home as well. Right.
1: So these guys, they're stepping on each other's toes. Yes. They're, they're, they're talking over each other a little bit. The audio's not quite there. I noticed that too. Um, I happen to watch uh, a lot of Yankees games. My fiance is a big Yankees fan, so we watch all the time. Mm-hmm. And the Yes Network's constantly on, right? There's constantly a, either a ball game on or, you know, uh, at least some some highlights or something there. So right. So we're watching and I noticed that the audio is off with the broadcast as well. Because they're trying to feed in audio from yeah. like uh, one of the announcers' homes. You know, one of them is there and then there's the mic that's normally above the catcher. So yeah. you can hear like the the crack of the bat, the you know, the mitt as the pitcher, you know, hurls a hundred mile per hour fastball and you hear that crack of the of the mitt as well. Right. You're just not hearing any of that. So right. it's, and then there's no crowd noise. It's just a it's an odd experience like they're trying to put together a, a broadcast for the first time. It's yeah. awkward and weird. And
0: Yeah. Uh, like to me, and no disrespect, but it's like the MLB is not doing a very good job with this restart for them. Like that, I, I would have thought they would have came in much more prepared than they did. And it just seems like they just decided like, okay, we're going to play 60 games. All right let's do this thing we're, No, we're here we're here right no, no no fans in the stands uh just go just just do it here's our plan right well, uh there is none let's it, just play right exactly I think
1: Rob Manfred's plan I, I think he's trying to kill the Marlins That's I think that was exactly. he was trying to do us all a favor I think that <laughs> and kill the Miami Marlins <laughs> he thought okay what good can come of this season uh let's kill the Marlins Let's kill them he, all he, he he gave it a shot and uh I, he almost got 14 of them. Because on a serious note, like 14 Marlins come down with COVID. Several Phillies in that organization come down with COVID. There were scares out of St. Louis. So we've had games postponed out of St. Louis, out of Philadelphia, out of Miami. Um, I just don't know how there's a roadmap to move forward. And apparently Rob Manfred, the commissioner of the MLB, is going to be coming out and speaking on on Monday, uh, the 3rd, about what's going to happen exactly with the rest
0: of the season. I read a quote from him and I read it out of context. I don't know the full quote, but from what I seen was that uh, there's basically, you know, one of those ESPN ticketers that pop up on your phone, like Rod Manford said this and he was like uh, some shit like I don't see no reason to quitting now um, that, the, you know, we're, we're going pretty much full throttle and I'm not a quitter. And I'm thinking to myself, like, well, check out the balls on this guy. Like, motherfucker, you're not the one out there. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like these are the players that's playing that shit. If I'm here, if I'm a player and I'm reading that, I'm like, whoa! All right, fuck me, right?
1: Yeah, I mean that's the that's the crazy thing about it is that these players are out there, and we, you know, they're ultimately entertainers, right? That in in their, the lowest common denominator of what they're doing out there is it's an entertainment industry, right? And we would never stop to think, okay, you know, uh, any singer, any band. Um, any other form of entertainment, your favorite juggler, perhaps, whatever you're into, (laughs) (laughs) whatever puppets, you know, whatever thing you're into, if they cancel that show, you know, you kind of get it during COVID, right? Yeah. But with, with sports, it's different, right? People have a real, just kind of, you know, deep in their gut connections to, to their sports team. And it's different when you see one of your favorite guys, you know, opting out for the season, we've we've seen a list of dozens of players now already for the NFL that are starting to opt out for the season. Uh, I'm surprised. Like we just saw Lorenzo Cain yeah. uh, of the Brewers backed out of the season um, uh, now with COVID. But it's like, I just, I don't see a path forward. You're going to see more and more players opt out. These are people that have families that have kids. And it's like, I get it. Like there's a lot of people that are afraid to go to work in their normal everyday job, right? At an office or at a garage or something like that. And these guys, they're they're out there on top of each other they're in a dugout with you know 26 other dudes yeah they're you know they're, they're you out there on the field you don't know what they're doing in their free time right you know what i'm saying some people they'll escape a bubble to go to a strip club and get you know, some for chicken example, wings and get some chicken wings yeah. you know that can happen those My you
0: know man. chicken wing Lou. <laughs> that's what they call it <laughs> <them now>. chicken <laughs> wing chicken Lou. that's the nickname It's better oh,
1: than uh there's a guy eddie cheeseburger lacy you know, that was a I guess that's a better nickname. I don't know. Chicken wing. Cheeseburger. That's pretty tough. Well, the reason for being called when you're like a 280 pound running ah. back and they're calling you cheeseburger. I mean, that's yeah, that's, that's rough. Yeah, Fair enough. That's rough. Fair enough. But uh, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I don't see a path forward for the MLB. I feel like it's only going to get worse. And the difference is they're, they're still traveling. Right. They're, they're moving across the country. They're yeah. not in a bubble. They're going home to their families and friends and all it takes. Think about it. Like one person gets COVID on the team and he's you know in a in a dugout in the clubhouse right they've been out exposed to the world and who of course gets it first? Miami, right? In the middle yeah. of
0: Florida, you know it's a mess. Yeah, of course. Um, so mm-hmm. it's it's just it's Florida, Florida state of Florida is a like covid. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's watch it's, this. It's <laughs> hold my beer.
1: Florida 19. That's what they're going to call it <laughs> pretty soon. I I just I don't I don't see a way forward for the MLB and what I hate the most about it uh right now is you know it's a 60 game season mm-hmm. at at best. Right. Some of these teams, it doesn't look like they're going to make it through 60 games, but they're doing goofy shit that to me ruins the game. They're doing a ghost runner on second. They're doing seven inning double headers like it's little league now. And to me, it's just kind of like, what are we risking here? There's no fans. There's no excitement to your point. Right. And I, I was giving you some shit for it. But there is some truth to that, that it's not the same. Yeah. Right. It's not the same product as usual. Uh, everyone's kind of nervous. Everyone's kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop and say, "Okay, well, when are they going to fucking cancel this thing?" Right. So it's hard to get invested in something when you know that it's very possible that in a week it's going to be gone again, right? So yeah. you know, it's hard to it's hard to dive into it, uh, and it really makes me worried for the NFL. I was interested to hear your thoughts on that because if baseball, you know, relatively non-contact sport, right? Maybe that's why it's so boring to some people, I guess. But. Uh, How are you going to have, you know, NFL, you know, you got five guys, six guys on the offensive line and defensive line breathing on each other. You got tackles up and down the field. They're not going to be in a bubble. Yeah. They're going to be traveling. So, so what do you think about that? You think, think the NFL can move
0: forward with the NFL. You're talking about the, 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 when you talk about contact sports, like the NFL is the epitome of contact sports. Like, you know what I'm saying? Every play you're touching somebody like every play baseball. You don't have to touch nobody for a couple of plays. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: there's a lot less touching.
0: Exactly. So So more
1: excitement is more touching for you. It's more. (laughs) More grown men touching each other means more excitement for Bryce men. I'm writing this down. I've got a (laughs) list going things that excite Bryce men touching. Got it. Okay, continue. Sorry. Just throw throw that in there. You
0: low key sound like Trump right now. You take the words. You just spin them in your own image. No, no, no.
1: I'm using your (laughs) own words against you here. There's no spin. It's a no spin zone, buddy. That wasn't. No spin zone. I didn't make that shit up. You call baseball boring. And you say you love the NFL. Uh And then the next thing you say about the NFL Uh isn't the excitement and the athleticism. It's the men touching mostly. So
0: it's a lot more more touching in the NFL. And I don't know how. Like, I don't know if we're going to have a season. Like, I honestly don't know if the season for the NFL is gonna take place in this year. It's like there's no, there's no like for an MLB, there's no bubble concept. I know they talked about it. I know they're saying just playing like Arizona and then Las Vegas and then like the teams meet up for the playoffs, or whatever. Then obviously that didn't work out. So the NFL it's the same thing. You have these teams that play in fucking huge coliseums, basically, huge stadiums. And what? So no fans are gonna be there, right? And the football is another one of those sports that, you know, the fan interaction definitely brings another excitement, another energy to it. I could watch football even without fans. Like, you know, I'm I'm a football junkie, so I can go and watch, like, practice, and, like, I'm good with that. You know what I'm saying? But with everything that's been going on, uh, like how the MLB season has panned out so far, and then you're just thinking, like, how's the football season going to work out? Honestly, I don't know if we're going to have a season – um, I'm usually an optimi- optimistic person, but right now, like my glass is, is halfway empty when it comes to thinking that we're going to have an NFL season at this point. It's
1: hard not to be. It's really hard not to be because of how the MLB's been going. It's the same. It's the same general format. The teams are going to travel. They're going to be moving together. Uh, they're not going to be in a bubble. Uh, these players, they're they're going to be out with their families, out with their friends when when they're not playing, and maybe even more so. Right? Cause you think about it. The NFL, they're playing one game a week. All right, so. The MLB you're playing five six games a week you know sometimes more because they had very few off days during the 60 game schedule right so they're there at least it's mostly a, it's a lot of you know home baseball home baseball home baseball uh, with the NFL you're playing one game a week you know that's six off days every week where you're you know kind of up to your own devices and yes there's a lot of practice in there and things like that but uh, there's a lot less time uh, that's just kind of downtime or your own time in the MLB whereas I feel like with the NFL You're running a lot of risk for, you know, social interaction with the with the rest of the citizenry. And uh, I I just don't understand how with a contact sport you're going to prevent covid when when there's no bubble. uh, You already see a ton of players opting out of the NFL. Seven Patriots have already opted out. Right. Uh, You know, you've got Matt Stafford just got added to the covid list. It's like how many times, you know, how many players are going to either, you know, contract the virus or, you know, opt out due to fear of the virus. Uh, Again, same thing. Playing in front of empty stadiums, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I'm worried about it. It's the first time I'm worried uh, about a sport not happening, and uh, we're still a ways away, but it's, it's
0: not looking good, man. Yeah, it seems like um, as we get closer to, and closer to the football season, like this, the optimism just keeps deteriorating. And uh, training camps is what started up now. I don't know, like the training camps I've been when I've been reading. You know, I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan, but following the news there, and it just it's just weird protocols and. Like, you know, credit to, to like Baltimore, um, the way that they're handling things with like the the COVID and the, the checking in on players and making them take their temperatures and they got to check in. Like it's they're doing everything that they can to make sure that they're able to proceed forward. But it still doesn't seem like it's enough. It still just seems like like, is it worth it at this point?
1: Well, the thing is, I mean, if you're. If you're asymptomatic for a couple of weeks, you go out, you don't have any symptoms, you're bringing COVID back into the rest of the group, you right. go through some kind of tackling drills or something like that, all the man-touching that you want, either in practice or in game format, and then, you know, you, you're, you're spreading it. Yeah. Right? And then a whole. I feel like a whole team could come down really quickly. Just like that. Um, yeah. You know, they're, they're doing some, like you said, the temperatures, they're they're doing the questionnaires, they're going to all be wearing the face shields and things like that, but I just feel like there's no way... I mean, if you've ever seen a scrum when when somebody fumbles, I mean, unless you're Cam Newton, you're diving <laughs> on that ball. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know, man. I just uh, it's going to be it's going to be really tough. And I think what happens ultimately with the MLB, I think, is going to dictate a lot of what happens with the NFL. I yeah, think they're going to take a good so hard look if a non-contact sport with very little downtime has to cancel just three weeks into their season or four yeah. weeks into the season. Uh, I think that. You know, Goodell's going to have to take a good hard look at that and see is is it worth it this year.
0: Knowing Roger Goodell, he's probably going to try to fill this season with like a fucking Madden a Madden season. Like they're just going to put Madden games like for the games that's supposed to take place.
1: Hey, I'll tell you, esports was a esports was a pretty cool diversion. Yeah, during, it was during when uh, we were completely out of sports. It was. It was actually pretty cool. You turn on ESPN, you see uh you know an NBA two K tournament or something. And you're yeah. like, Okay, it gives you that little bit of a feeling of like rooting for something again. Yeah. It was actually kind of cool, but yeah, that's you know obviously not a substitute for the real thing. So
0: I remember when they was doing the the simulation tournament, with like the all time greatest Madden teams or Madden franchises one another, and I was watching the Ravens versus the Cleveland Browns game, and I legit was going fucking crazy like it was actual game. <laughs> yeah. Like like Lamar Jack, virtual Lamar jackson's is going nuts, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's get him, motherfuckers.
1: It is amazing what you can get your heart invested into for yeah. some reason. I'm not shitting you. This is more of an, an insight into my life of, you know, a, a post, post-COVID, post you know, mid-COVID type world of of where sports were at. Yeah. So they added Supermarket Sweep to uh, Netflix. I don't know if you've ever seen that show. I'm dating myself. It's an old-ass show from the 90s. Okay. Where these people, they run around the supermarket and they're trying to throw shit in their carts to, I have seen to that. add up the most value in their carts. Yes. I was at my house... Cause I was rooting for the blue team, cause I like this lady's puffy hair, cause it was the '90s. Yeah. So I was rooting for this lady in particular, and she had like this real tall lady with her. There was this lady; she had to be six seven. Mm-hmm. She could have played for the Knicks for sure. I'm not sure about '90s basketball exactly, but she was huge. Yeah. And then this other lady had this big poofy '90s hair, and I got fuck. I got really into it. I'm in my I'm in my seat cheering for this lady. Go, yeah. go! Get the hams <laughs> in the cart. Get the hams in the cart. You know, Don't there were seventeen dollars. Get them. You know, and it's like, what am I? Doing? doing right now like this is how much i missed actually actual, rooting for actual shit. sport i'm yeah i think people want to root for shit yeah. and you know it's going to be really weird if if we're not able to do so cuz right now i'm telling you despite the fact that the indians score uh, like one run a game this season so far it's hard to root it's hard mm-hmm. to root for your team when you know you, you can't really get invested cuz you don't know it's going to be heartbreaking when yeah. it's canceled you know it's weird anyway with no fans and just all the changes and uh I don't know. We we want to root for something, right? You know, you know the we just
0: fu- can't. You know, the most fucked up part about all this that's going on, like they're going to try every which way possible to make this happen just to generate the money. Like when it's all said and done, the number one priority for these leagues is money. Like it's it's not players' health. It's not. It's it's basically how can we make money, even though we're putting thousands, hundreds of players in danger. Which which is weird to me because. Aside from
1: television revenue and you know, the interest that's generated from the games and buying merchandise now right. either online, like you're missing out on all the concessions yep. at the stadiums. You're missing out on all the merchandise purchases at the stadiums. Yep. You're missing out on the ticket prices themselves. I'm sure viewership is down, so advertising dollars are down. Mm-hmm. It's like, how do you... I, I can't understand the value. You're still paying the players for the most part in a prorated fashion. So yeah. I just don't quite understand where they're coming up with the revenue to, or how it makes business sense either right so it's like shitty from a fan perspective it's probably scary and pretty brutal for the players right the owners can't be making what they're making it's kind of like just you know as much as i hate to say it maybe we just put it down this year you know at least for at least for baseball and football where where they've got to come out and play full seasons i feel like the nba and the nhl had a little bit of a luxury where most of their season was concluded and they're coming back with playoff formats now and even that with a bubble it's proving to be difficult right yeah. you know you've got a weird 24 team playoff system with round robin games and stuff in the NHL and um i don't know I, I i i hope to see a path forward i just i just
0: don't right now yeah no i'm i'm 100% with you bro and i mean i love sports as much as the next person i love football as much as any person in the world but um at the same time it's just one of those things that if 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 the product isn't going to be what we want or what we expect, what costs at what cost are you going to put these players health at risk? And like you said, how much money are you actually generating um, from doing this? And I'm just, I, you know, obviously I don't know the, the, what's going on with these meetings that they're having, but I'm pretty sure that they were able to come out with something. that's like, okay, we're going to make this amount of this amount of money and may not be as much as we want, but it's going to be worth it for us to go ahead and throw those players out there and say, fuck it. Well, also, I mean,
1: thinking long term, how much damage are you doing to the brand by throwing out a shitty product? Imagine we just got done talking about how I'm rooting for a supermarket sweep and you're into these virtual tournaments. right? Right. People are, you know, on the edge of their seats looking for something to root for. Yeah. Even as casual fans, somebody who might not watch baseball because they normally think it's boring. Well, what happens when you, when you go out there now, right? And you're yeah. watching game with nobody in the stands. I think there's a certain level of understanding that goes, well, you know, it's COVID. Yeah. I get it. It's kind of shitty right now. It is what it is. But then there's other fans that are tuning in that are kind of saying the exact same thing that you're saying. Well, this fucking sucks. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. How much damage are they doing to the brand ultimately with these casual fans that are tuning in because there's nothing else on? Mm-hmm. All right, fuck it. I'll try to watch a baseball game mm-hmm. and watch this. And they're like, what the hell is this? This right. is awful. Yeah. And they're, they're never coming back. Right? Yeah. So... I don't know. I, just the amount of damage you could be doing to the brand, the, the player safety, the the amount of money that you're you're not making as an owner. I, I really feel like this this season is just kind of lost for for the MLB. I mean, what does that really look like for the record books? Either like you win the World Series this year in front of no fans, and you want you want a sixty game season. I mean, I don't know. Is, is that yeah, even? It's not the same. It's not it, the same. Yeah, it's not the, strike, the same. Strike shor- shortened seasons aren't the same, and those have asterisks in them you know, right. in the history books. Let alone let alone this year. So.
0: You, you know. got to think gambling has to be something uh, like gambling revenue has to be a major part of it, too. You would you would think. Yeah, I, I think there's some
1: behind the scenes stuff with that it. Gotta be sure. that. It got to be that.
0: It got to be that because, like, you know, people want to gamble. Like there's people that just want to throw money on games and, and shit like that. And they, like, they got to be getting some type of revenue from it. I would have to believe that that has to play a major factor in why they want to continue going on. And they think they can make up a majority, well, not majority, but a lot of the money. Uh, from gamblers. Well, there's no doubt about that because
1: just just from you know, I'm not even talking about hardcore you know gambling on on games specifically. I'm talking about like the daily fantasy, right? Like, yeah, like yeah. DraftKings exactly. or or FanDuel or things like that. They just came out with a study uh, that said that like FanDuel and DraftKings are going to lose like billions of dollars off of this. So think about that. Like they're they're still up and functional. They're still they're running every day, contests all day long. You know, events all day long. And they're still going to lose billions of dollars. Right, of this. like that's insane how much money is passing through there. So there's there's a lot of little industries that are going to be just wrecked from this, especially if there's no NFL season. Uh, so it's, it's, you know, weird. one benefit
0: we might get though if there isn't an NFL season.
1: No, I can't think of one. What's the what's the benefit of no NFL?
0: We don't gotta watch the Washington football team. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's gonna be a mess. That's what. So, all right, so... Yeah, that's so, what they came up with So, there? exactly. Like, like you're a billion-dollar franchise. And I don't know if they're worth a billion dollars, but I'm assuming. And then uh, you got into a room full of just smart dudes, right? Everybody's supposed to be smart. Like, you, you, that's how you made your money, right? Yeah. And then uh, you want to change the name. Finally, you know, you got bullied into changing your name. After a fucking, you should have been changing name. Um... And then you get into, you're brainstorming a different name. And there's, like, fan suggestions. Like, you know, there's the Washington Sentinels. There's the Washington Red Tails, There's Washington Red Wolves. Like, there's some decent names. People coming out with logos and shit. Like, people that's not getting paid by the franchise are doing this in their own spare time because they got nothing better to do just right now. Just people on Reddit and shit. Right. Just inter- and, internet trolls are just coming up with stuff. Right. And then you come out with the announcement we made a decision. From this date forward, we're going to be called the Washington Football Team. Yeah, that's that's kind of embarrassing, but it's fucking terrible. It, Ed. Is, it is fucking terrible. But the thing
1: that I will give them is that no, don't so, give them. No, right, to you gotta give them the, I gotta give them one thing. Go one ahead. thing. Did you hear about the guys that were out there that bought up all the domain names online? Did you hear about this? I did not. So this is why they're the Washington Football Team for one year. Okay. All right? So what happened was people that are out there that are smarter than me and apparently smarter than all those smart guys in the room out there in DC they went out and they bought up all these domain names on the internet so they bought up like com, washingtonredwolves.com washingtonredtails.com washingtongenerals.com they bought all these things up ah. so now when the when the redskins went to change their name you got to think of all the advertising and marketing that goes into you know changing a team's name the colors the logos all this shit well, they went to go purchase a domain name. They're all taken. They, the guy, think about ah. it. You buy up a domain name for a hundred bucks. Say you buy, you know, forty of them. Okay, so you spend four grand. You, you could demand, you know, a hundred thousand dollars from the Redskins to purchase that domain name, or so more, there, yeah, there, or more. So yeah, these guys yeah. were out there, little business investment. They were buying up all these names. So also, I did they, not know that. You know, so they, they also couldn't come up with a, a name. Uh, that was going to be their name forever, and change it. And they didn't want to have like a different name for one one weird season, and then move on. So that's why they're the Washington Football Team. My absolute favorite. Did you see LeBron trolling the hell out of yeah. them? He came out. He's like, he's like, y'all went into the room, and you came out with the Washington Football Team. Yeah. Did you see Washington's response to yes. that? It was the funniest shit. I, it was yeah. one of the best tweets I've seen in years. It came out and it was like LeBron. Dot dot dot. Your son's name is LeBron Jr. It's literally literally LeBron LeBron Jr. (laughs) Jr. So so I heard that. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, that was a nice clap. That's classic. Yeah, that that was was a nice clap. That was killer. That's the smartest thing they've done in several years out of Washington was whoever wrote that tweet. Pretty much. That was pretty good.
0: Washington football team, man. Still. That's That's hard. that's That's hard to get behind. Like, there so many,
1: so many cool ideas. I heard, like, DCFC, like how they do in soccer, like yeah. the DC Football Club. You know, yeah. like, so many things that they could have done that were simple and cool. I, I saw that announcement. I thought it was, like, fake. I thought it was a joke. I thought it was pretend. Yeah, yeah I thought it was I a joke. I somebody was joking.
0: Yeah, and then, like, Adam Schefter said came out with it. And then, like, uh, uh uh damn, I can't think of his name right now. They did it from NFL Network. He came out with it. Ian Rappaport. Yeah. I'm like, wow, this is really... Okay, this is what we're gonna go with. Like, wait a minute, what the, is today April first? Like, right. is this real?
1: <laughs> so, I mean, I get it. There's some struggles there, and they were kind of, you know, pushed into a place. Like you said, if they would have changed it years ago uh, when they were prompted to, and my favorite, my other favorite part about this is we will never change the name Dan Snyder, never. And you can you can put capitals on it. Like, okay, and then here we are, eight years later, it's changed. Yeah, you know, so. I think it should have changed a long time ago like yeah, you said
0: but you got a, uh, it's a whole racial epithet and I have
1: been, been kind of enjoying the struggle here if if uh if I can say that I I've, I've, I've been loving watching them uh fumble over this. Such a wow. did said they fumble over this? Yeah. Football fumble? I, you know you you it. it together? You know it. 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 Yeah, was I was perfect. up late. I was up late writing stuff down and thinking of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> How did it go over? Was it hey, a classic instant as, classic? As long
0: as the listeners love it, we're good to go, yes. bro. Yes. Good job.
1: Shout out to all the listeners who love that one in particular. Yes. There will be more. Yes. I'm not going to drop the ball.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm done. Um, How do you been liking the bubble for the, uh, the NBA? I think the NBA has done a really good job, personally. Okay, so I've I've watched one
1: game so far. Okay, okay. If I'm being honest, which game did you watch? I watched the Lakers game, the Lakers and Clippers. Uh, Yes, I did. That was a hell of a game to watch. That was a great game. So if I was going to watch a game, it worked out that that was the game that I watched. I will still say different, right? Yeah, it's not quite the same. But uh, I didn't. I'll tell you this: I didn't hate the NBA as much without fans as as much as I've not been enjoying the MLB without fans. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's somewhere in between MLB, which has been terrible without fans. And somewhere between that and, like, the UFC, which I think has been pr- pretty fucking cool yeah, without yeah. fans, Yeah, yeah, UFC actually, without fans is actually UFC pretty dope. UFC without fans is actually— an, like, It might to, be an improvement, I'm not going to lie. You're
0: able to hear everything. Yeah. Like, just, like— You don't understand how hard these guys hit until you actually can hear it in an empty arena. Some some of the leg kicks— Man. That just echo— It's like a damn bat hitting it's, something. It's insane. Yes. It's absolutely
1: crazy. And then you hear the corner men yelling instructions. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. I, I just— I've really enjoyed this, like— it gives you like this up close and personal feel to it, like you're like you're there. I feel like yeah. the, they, what they do with the balancing when they're in the, in the production studio, they have the crowd noise up way too much. I get it; you're trying to create that excitement. But man, UFC is exciting enough as it is. These are two just dudes just going and trying to kill each other And right. That's pretty exciting as it is. So having hearing the corners instructions and hearing the guys you know come at each other, it's it's been awesome. But point being. The NBA for me has been somewhere in between those two experiences in, in the game that I watch. It was a great game, so that was cool. Uh, but beyond that, uh, I don't know. I guess I'm, I'm on a wait and see approach. There, it seems like the bubble is going to work. Uh, you know, there's been no reported cases, right? That I'm no, aware of. No,
0: no, yeah, um, Everybody is. Um, they've been testing every day, and uh, yeah, every day is becoming negative report or negative cases so far out of the 300 and semi players that's there, 350 plus players. Yeah. So it's dope man. I love what the, the NBA, I think is is just the epitome of how you should be able to move forward in terms of uh, team sports. Well, I'm, I'm interested to see
1: though, what they would do like I said before, in a full season, right if they had to try I mean, I don't know that you can quarantine a group for an entire season. I think, right. it's, I think it's good for a playoff scenario. Yes. And keep in mind, there are some advantages that the NBA have. They just had to run the playoffs, not a full season. Uh, it's smaller rosters Mm -hmm. big time I mean what did you say 350 players yeah it's like 15
0: players per roster pretty much that's
1: like six that's like six teams in the NFL right you know what I'm saying so it's a smaller amount of players I don't know and I'm not I'm not negating the fact that they didn't do a great job because they did they put the playoff format together which I think is great the bubble was great yeah Uh, but I think they had some advantages in all fairness there but uh, I think th- the product kind of speaks for itself there, maybe a little bit more than baseball does anyway. Yeah. I'll give you that. You know, it is more exciting, you know, seeing, you know, seeing the players you know, up and down the court, the athleticism. It's really yeah. it's really on display there. So I think it's gonna be good. I think it's gonna be really good. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to watch uh, some NBA basketball down the
0: stretch and uh, go Sixers, I guess. Yeah, we right? I mean, lost to the fucking Pacers last night. I fucking know. T.J. Ugh. Warren dropped 53 on us. How do you let that happen? It was bad, bro. Who's that lockdown defender you're always telling me about? Who's that guy? Uh shit. He got cooked. <laughs> <laughs> they both got Ben Simmons and Matisse Dybel. They both yeah. got cooked. Yeah, Matisse. That's
1: that's your guy. I you told me about him. And then ever since then, he's just getting lit up. Hey, he got lit up once. That's ever since then. You told me like three days ago. <laughs> 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 so
0: ever since he's been terrible. Yeah, it was rough. It was it's a, it's a very short ever since, but it was a rough game to watch. I'm like, I'm just sitting there watching. I'm like, yo, why is this dude? Like yeah, and T.J. Warren, like I'm, you gotta get respect to any NBA player. Like you gotta be the elite of the elite to make this league. But T.J. Warren isn't like a household name. He's not a James Harden. He's not a Luca Doncic. He's not a LeBron James. He's a very good player, and uh, he just went off on us last night. So, quick, but um, quick,
1: quick sidebar, yeah,
0: on the NBA. As a more
1: casual fan, as you are of baseball, and right? As I am of the NBA, how does that not happen more often? Like we're just a dude goes off like these are all elite players that have been the best player in their neighborhood in their grade school at their high school at their college and now they come to the nba how does that not happen more often where a dude just random dude like that kind of goes off for 40 or something is it just because the the talent level is so
0: high yeah that's exactly what it is because you got to think so tj warren he's a mid-level player you know what i'm saying and again that's no disrespect to him it is what it is he's a mid-level nba player and every now and then he has a crazy game like that. You know, you you will see players like like uh, we got a guy in the Sixers, my um, man Shake Milton. He had a game where he went off for damn near forty points against uh, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and fucking Pat Beverly, like three of the premier perimeter defenders in the league. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it just happens like that. But there's a reason why they're considered mid level players because you got players like. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. You got players like Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. You got players like LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Where those players are just so much better than everybody else, it's kind of tough for those mid-level players to have that type of game more often. You know what right. I mean? That's what you know, separates the superstars from the you know.
1: I would imagine you're trying to you probably, not that you're necessarily feeding the ego, but you got to have your your main your main roster guys, the big money guys, getting most of the touches. I would have to imagine too, yeah. right? You know.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um, and, and it really depends on how the team is is structured, you know what I mean? Because right now, like, the Pacers is one of those teams where uh, they have a star. Like, their best player arguably right now is uh, Victor Oladipo or Sabonis, who's hurt right now. But um, they're not necessarily, like, the the premier scorers in the league, right? you know what I mean? Right. Like, TJ Warren, he he's in college. He's always been a, a bucket getter, and then he developed his game into it, now he got a three-point shot. And then he just wasn't missing. Like, he just got into that zone and fucking sparked us off and for 53 points. Hit the hot hand, too. Yeah. You know, if somebody's on fire. But, um, yeah, man, I love how the NBA has been has, has been this whole bubble concept. They, you know, decided to do it in Disney. I'm glad they did it in Disney and not Las Vegas. Thank God for that, first of all. You have um, you have a
1: few more guys taking road trips,
0: I think, yeah. if it was Vegas. Yeah, A few, few more chicken wings A lot out there. more chicken wings <laughs> strip club stops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then that, like, that was really, like, the only— Well, there's been a couple of instances where— players would leave the percent uh the perimeters of the disney world bubble but then when they come back they got to quarantine again for you know x amount of days and get tested still every day and things of such nature there so that the way that they're handling i gotta give credit where credit is due they've definitely done an excellent job of uh of uh the way they're handling this whole pandemic bubble and like the games itself like their actual product that's been on tv has been very very good um it's still a little bit different obviously without the crowd noise being there and then having that and it's like just that energy that the crowd brings is definitely an element that i definitely miss but it's like watching like a like a summer league game but with actual just nba players not just rookies coming in it's like it's a really good it's just watching a scrimmage like you're gonna tune into just these these fast-ass tall-ass dudes just moving just moving like that like you're gonna tune into that product so so you believe that
1: As a casual fan of baseball, and now I'm a hardcore fan of baseball, and I I would tend to agree with you that it's been a different product. Um, Do you think, you know, looking at it through the lens that you have of being an avid NBA fan, that you're enjoying it because you're an avid NBA fan, like you are somebody who's tuned into all the matchups and things? Do you think the casual fan is also having the same experience watching the NBA, or do you think that's just because you're a fan?
0: I think the casual fan... So, all right, so if we're, like, comparing and contrasting... I think a casual fan of the NBA is having a much better experience watching this than like a casual fan for the MLB be watching the MLB game. I, like, could, I could agree with that. You know what that. I'm saying? Just because of that, that. Just, it's a non-stop action sport. Like there's there's minimum breaks in between. Um, and then when there's a break, it's like a TV break. So you it's a commercial. You go to get something to drink or get something to use the bathroom, whatever, right there. And when you come back, it's right there, you know, moving fast again. So like the action is easier to follow or is not necessarily easier to follow, but it's, it's, just nonstop, you know what I'm saying? It's more fun to watch at that point. So, but uh, yeah, shout out to the NBA. And then how do you feel like the NHL is handling their uh, bubble situation? Well, so it's gonna be it's gonna be similar. So one distinct advantage
1: that the NHL has is that all the games are gonna be played in Canada, where I think there's been a little bit less of a risk than in the United States for COVID. They've had it a little bit under. Uh, a little bit more under wraps in the United States. You yeah. Know, they've done a pretty good job up there in the uh, the great white north of uh, kind of holding it down over there.
0: Yeah. It's kind of, it got to be nice to have like your actual leaders like come out with a plan and actually like care about their citizens. Oh boy. That's got to be dope, right?
1: Do you want me going down that road that, right now? That has to be so dope. Do you want me going down so that road dope. right now? Right. I'm just throwing it out there. Okay. Nope. <clears throat> okay. Focus on sports. I'm, right. I'm, I'm I'm bringing it back. All I'm bringing right. it back. You, you just, my whole chest just swelled up with stuff, and <laughs> I want to say right now, but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it on sports. So, okay, so they're playing their games in Toronto for the Eastern Conference, and the Western Conference is playing in Edmonton. Edmonton. Right. So, uh, it's pretty cool. They're gonna do a little round robin. They're gonna do a couple little extra rounds of the playoffs to get some more teams involved. So it's gonna be a, a 24 or 26 team tournament. Sabers still didn't make it. You all but two teams didn't make the playoffs this year. My Sabers. Still not in the playoffs. Uh, It's fine. I'm over it, as you can obviously tell. Uh, (laughs) My feelings are still hurt. I I would give you a hug. I had my whole emotions. It's weird. Uh, I definitely feed off the crowd emotion in hockey. I mean, when somebody scores a goal in the playoffs and the crowd just goes nuts, you see some really cool stuff. Like the crowds will do the whiteout, you know, where everybody wears white and it looks looks awesome in the arena. All kinds of cool stuff. You know, you'll see, you know, the Arena goes dark and they got the cell phones up. You can just see the the lights on the screens. It looks like, you know, fireflies or something. There's all kinds of cool stuff that goes on with the crowd in the NHL. So I'm going to miss that definitely. And it certainly has a feel, what it feels like to me right now, watching some of the games uh, uh, since yesterday. It feels like an international tournament. I I don't know if you've ever seen any friendlies or something like that, where nations will play each other just to kind of get tuned up for for an international tournament. And they're kind of playing in front of nobody. It kind of has that feel to it. I got you. So not to mention hockey in August feels kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> but um, other than that, uh, I think the NHL is going to do it right, too. They've got the advantage of being in Canada. Uh, the The rest of the playoffs after, I think, the second round or third round, like the conference finals and the NHL finals are all going to be in Edmonton. So they're probably doing it the right way, too. I think they're taking a, a, a page out of the NBA's book. They're They're quarantining. They're bubbling. Just two cities. No travel. I think they'll be I think they'll be okay. I think it'll be ultimately a pretty good product. Uh, probably somewhere in between the NBA and M O B.
0: That's what's up, man. Um playoff hockey is dope, so I'm looking forward to that. Like I can watch playoff hockey.
1: Yeah, playoff hockey it's it's intense. It's a it's a different sport than Regular season hockey, yeah. it really is. Yeah, the, it is. The, the effort level that the guys are putting out on every shift, the way the guys are diving in front of pucks, yeah. the physicality increases. It, it's it's really a sight to see. Playoff hockey is absolutely one of my favorites, so I'm excited for that. I'm interested to see how that translates because part of that whole that you know the extra effort and giving it 110 percent on every shift, blocking shots, uh, you know the the emotion. A lot of that, for me, feeds from the crowd. Mm-hmm. Right? You hear the crowd as you know somebody's on a breakaway. You hear that crowd just just start to start to rise up and get really excited. Uh, I'm interested to see if the sport itself will give me those same feelings without the crowd. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting. We'll, we'll see how it goes. But so far, so good. You know, uh, it's only a couple games in, but uh,
0: looking so far so good, Looking man. far more
1: positive than the MLB or or uh, NFL. the NFL's chances. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Kind of sad. Yeah. 2020, man, this year sucks, bro. Just throw it away. This just can we just go to 2021? Maybe even <laughs> 2022, because 2021 is lined up to be pretty shitty too. So many, so many
1: things are weird, man. The education, education's in trouble. They don't know what they're doing with kids. You know, New York State, New York State's trying to push kids back to October. Like what the fuck? If at all, you know, it's it's crazy. You know, it's it really is crazy. And you know, we talk obviously a lot here on sports Your enthusiasm about sports, but. There's a lot of big concerns that are out there right now, in 2020 just doesn't seem like there's any light at the end
0: of this tunnel yet. So, Bro, the election is in, what, three months? Yeah, yeah, it's and really Trump, close. And Trump's trying to push it back, like postpone it or some shit like that?
1: Yeah, so he's not allowed to do that, though, right? it's, not, it's not really a thing he can do, so we'll see how that goes. Again, I'm not trying to go down any roads that aren't uh, sports-related today, but yeah, he's not allowed to do that one, so Man. we'll see how that goes. Um, it's, it's, it's weird times. It's... Uh, It's scary times, but I like that, you know, sports are normally the distraction. So it's kind of interesting to see that the sports are kind of kind of part of the the situation, you know, like the sports sports have kind of put, you know, a microscope on a lot of the problems. Yeah, it's one thing to hear, you know, every day you hear numbers on the news. Oh, you know, they are one thousand three hundred and thirty cases. But until you see oh holy shit, Matt Stafford has covid, you know, it doesn't like that's. You know, somebody that in in our little realm of sports, that's somebody like we care about. You know, like, wow, he's like an elite quarterback, right? Well, I mean, fucking arguably, but, you know, either way, he's a good quarterback. He's fucking, he's fine. He's a a well known name. He's okay. Yeah. He's good, good, I guess. But but he gets COVID and it's like, it's news. You know, Lorenzo Kane, World Series winner, uh, he opts out due to COVID. It's like, wow, it starts to hit home. Like, these are real people that are really affected. And I don't know. I don't know that it's worth it right now for the MLB and NFL to to make a push that would make me incredibly sad because I'm really looking forward to this football season as yeah, I'm sure feel you bro. are, but yeah, I mean, who
0: knows, man, maybe just, maybe just put it down for a year. You know, It might be, it, it might be the best case scenario, man, is you got to think of long-term. I think, you know, I think uh, a lot of us, we, we have short attention spans and we think short-term and uh, we don't think about the long-term ramifications. And uh, in this particular scenario where we have this virus going around and it's still just new information coming out about it like every week it seems like maybe it's just best that uh you know we might have to shut everything down for a while and who knows maybe this could have been all cleared up if we would have had you know a better nah, i'm not going to go there let me stop let me yeah. stop let me stop <laughs> um one thing i will also before we wrap this up one thing i do want to mention is i like that fact that players are using this platform to, uh, to 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 protest against uh, social injustice, and um, I like the unity that these teams are showing. Um, you know, like you see the players taking knees and during the national anthem and not afraid to have the discussion and you know, the media members asking them why they're doing this and, and whatnot. And in and the NBA, they're able to change the names on the back of their jerseys, which is it's kinda of, it's a little weird sometimes, because, like, uh some of these players like I don't recognize by their face. I'm like, wait, who is this guy? And then I see that look at the back of the jersey and it says like, you know, like vote or you know, equality or something like that. But at the same time, I do like that they're using their platform to display their messages. And um, yeah, man, it's been pretty dope. I want to give a shout out to those players, man. Uh, Tons of respect um, for not only uh, going down there and participating in these bubble events and um, giving us something to watch, but at the same time, using that platform to get across your message. And um, hopefully we can uh, get the murderers of Breonna Taylor arrested soon, because that's still fucking ridiculous. That's that's, that's not happened. But that's just my, my ending message.
1: No, I think, I think you're right in a lot of ways there, man. I think it's been incredibly tastefully done. I think the, the discourse has been great. You know, players, like you said, are wearing, uh, you know, patches or, or names on their jerseys. I think it's it's been done very well. The pregame ceremonies, you know, have included a lot of unity, you know, both ways. There's been players that, uh, you know, have refused to kneel, you know, and uh, I mean, obviously, I would respect anyone's opinion the same way I disagree but I would respect anyone's opinion it mm-hmm. seems like the teams have remained unified despite what could be incredibly divisive times and I think uh, you're exactly right it's been it's been great it's been great to see uh, it's been well done and uh, just a lot of respect uh, all around from the players uh, you know from the fans to the players I think it's been it's been a good experience yeah. so far Yeah. yeah. So.
0: alright man well let's go ahead and wrap up this episode you got anything anything
1: you want to say to the people I would just want to say that uh, you know with the NBA bubble and playing you know, all in one location. Uh, my, my last little joke for the day is that uh, I thought that the NBA eliminated traveling uh, years ago. So, so how was that? Was that good? Dude, you're such a fucking dad. Traveling. <laughs> you guys get it? Traveling in the NBA? LeBron takes seven, eight steps with every bucket? No? Dad joke. What they are not traveling three this year in the podcast. Right, they're in Disney. They're not traveling. Do you—do you understand the joke? Is that where—is that where our disconnect is? The joke is good. Okay, yeah, that's all I wanted to hear. How about you just lead with that? All right, lead with the joke is good. Fair enough. They eliminated traveling years ago. They eliminated get traveling it? years ago. But they also eliminated traveling this year. I get it. So you see the juxtaposition is the joke, right? You nailed it. Okay, good.
0: You fucking nailed it. Yes. <laughs> 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 I killed it. Go Thanks, Bryce. On, go on like our Facebook page, Sports Your Enthusiasm Sports Podcast. Email us. Hey, let us know how you guys feel about the restart so far. I want to get the fans' opinions. Um, have you guys been enjoying the games? Do you think there's going to be NFL season? Should the MLB stop their season? Next time on Sports Your Enthusiasm. That was, a, that was a, like the you know at the end of the show they got that to be continued. I loved it. That was
1: awesome. <laughs> Was that a to be continued? Is there a part two of this one? It might be. No one told me. You never know. I'm not prepared. I have no jokes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I didn't bring. I, I had only so many jokes. Make sure you drink some more water. <laughs> yeah, I take. <tell> <laughs>